space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. Yeah, we'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome content. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck are you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours. It's 531. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning, sir. How the heck are you doing over there, pal? I'm uh, doing all right, man. He's doing all right. Doing all right. How's the back after some what looked like maybe sweaty <laughs> labor yesterday? It certainly was. Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. We'll get more into that uh, a little well, bit later. but I had to buy a wheelbarrow. You had to buy a whole lot. It looked like you were burying a human and then building a home over top of them. It's burying something. <laughs> Somebody asked if I was burying your fart jar back there. Oh, that would have been sweet. Maybe, maybe a couple of skunks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm working on. No, no. Something, something entirely different, but I do want to get after that uh, a little bit later on in the show. It was a it was a warm one yesterday too to be digging. Sure was, hole. yeah, sure <laughs> it was. wasn't quite hole digging ter- sure was, uh, weather, was it? But the ground's still very wet from all the rain we've had. So, a lot of mud and also a lot of heat. Great combination. <laughs> I I spent lot. You spent last night digging digging holes. I spent last night was soccer night. So, oh, okay. take, taking the kids to their their soccer situations. You know the uh, the my son is on the in the seven and eight year old league or six and seven whichever it is I can't remember. Right. Um, it is literally literally an hour of these kids just slide tackling each other very <laughs> dangerously. Like some kid is going to get their leg broken. It just cle- cleats up right oh. into it. Just the most egregious, like diving at each other's feet. Like it's just whistle after whistle after whistle. It's pure carnage, man. How do you communicate to a six-year-old not to slide tackle somebody? You can't, right? They yeah. they watch it, they see it on TV or whatever. They go, "Oh, okay." That's and then they're anywhere near the ball, and and it's it's constantly just like mounds of like four kids together with the ball on their feet, and then eventually it just pops out one side. Yeah. And then it's the other half. Other half the time, it's just kids. Boom! Slide yeah. tackling three kids at once, and does uh, Did he have a game ball. last night or practice? Yesterday was a game. Yeah. Does anybody score? Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. It, oh, it does. Like the ball comes out out of the chaos, and so oh finds yeah. It Marshall's team lost ten nothing yesterday. Wow. Yeah, but won six nothing the week before. Like it's no. chaos. Are they taking the expansion draft? Anybody? <laughs> I don't know. Any, we're we're seeing if Marshall prospects? gets taken. Maybe yeah. Marshall gets taken next year. <laughs> it's just, but that's what it is. Like, there's tons of goals, and it's usually pretty one sided. Huh. And then, yeah, it's like just mounds of kids, and then slide take. I I thought there was going to be three different broken legs. Now this could be like PTSD from from my yeah. experiences. Anytime you see an ankle roll, you're like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it is pure and utter chaos. Every time is, we watch, is, I'm like, ugh. Is Emma's age group any more organized? Yeah, it's a little bit it's a little yeah. bit better. Again, you've got you can tell like there's kids who have been playing soccer for a while mm-hmm. and then there's kids who have just, you know, started playing. Gotcha. And so same thing. It's usually pretty lopsided, but 
not the slide tackling like there is with the seven-year-old boy leagues. <laughs> it's pure chaos, man. It's outstanding. It's so uh, just uh, Thursday's show because uh, his games are Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Thursday's show will, will be where I come back to let you know if a leg break had happened or not. Now, did you bring a chair this time? Did you sit in the right side of the field? You didn't. Uh... Yeah, we have only once did we make the mistake of not bringing a chair and being on the wrong side. We now okay. know where to sit. We bring a chair. We have the snacks and a little something in the water bottle, if you know what I mean. You're disgusting. <laughs> Dude, How dare you? It's, How a, dare you? it's the purity of sport. It's a purity. <laughs> Chelsea's got one of those. Um, uh, what you know those like metal metal water bottles? Yeah, yeah. But then it, but so we just, we just throw a little something in there. What are you putting there? What yes, you in there, huh? Yesterday it was neutrals. Come on. Yeah, yesterday it was vodka. <laughs> the the week before it was wine. It's the purity of amateur sport. You're I out there getting a sniff on the on the sidelines. That's what you got to do, man. It's like an unbelievable. A, you got to get there early, and then engage the games are the, like an engage hour. Engage with the game. So engage like a, with the game. Hey, I watch. I cheer. I this and that. But if I'm going to be there an hour and a half, I want to enjoy myself a little bit. You know. Thought I knew you. Thought I knew you. <laughs> I'll even. I tip. Now we know what kind of parent you are on the sideline, secretly drinking, Dad. That's <laughs> first, what you are. First of all, I think 75% of us are secretly drinking. <laughs> Look, in the te- I'm going to need people in the text box to back you, me up here. Get out there and do some honest labor. <laughs> do drinking, some honest labor. Drinking and gambling on kids' soccer. Gambling? When did that oh, come yeah. into play? I, I just inferred it. I'm sure <laughs> it happens. <laughs> you know, one person... <laughs> Is going to hear that, and I'm, they're going to email our boss and be like, one of your hosts yeah. is gambling on children's soccer? This is incredible. Yeah. 10 nothing. What was the spread? Hmm? <laughs> um, we got Teach the, those seven-year-olds how to take a dive, too? Look, I hit the over. That's all that matters, all right? <laughs> hit the over, and we got Slurpees on the way home, because Dad won a little bit of money last night, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's kick off the show. Dick of the day, just around the corner. Let's kick off the show with a band that'll be uh, coming to Hamilton. November. Judas Priest, Hellbent for Leather, a choice from uh, A-Town from Ashley. Soper and Brown Show, good morning party people. Let's go! Holy, Ashley's uh, banger choice. What was that, like Ooh. one minute long? Is it over? It's over already. I responded to like three text messages. Because <laughs> they didn't even have a chance to breathe. Do we even have a dink of the day ready? I do actually have one. I just want to say, two yep. text messages immediately. Yeah. Not alone, Matt. Another one. If mm-hmm. this is the only, or uh, no, that's, that's a wrestling one. Uh, cooler in the bottom of the stroller. Wife mm-hmm. stands guard when I need to refill the thermos of coffee. In quotations, yeah. I think but, you underestimate the amount of parents who are having a just having one while the kids are doing their thing. I guess so, man. You completely underestimate how much parents don't, uh, sneak drinks. I don't live in that world. <laughs> yeah, I do not. I do not live in that world. I was going to say, there's no need for you to be shocked. I'm. I'm not doing anything different than a decent amount of parents, sure. pal. The gambling is reprehensible. Though. I mean, you, <laughs> sitting there with a spreadsheet out. The other two texts in there about how you owe people money from last week. First of all, you got to get it under control. If you're going to gamble, gamble properly. That's why you bring a spreadsheet. Get your act together, Carl Brown. Holy! All right, let's uh, let's go to Nevada, Nevada, for the dink of the day. This is this is such a weird story, and I wish I I had a reason for it. Mm-hmm. I don't. There is there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's what happened though. Uh, woman breaks into a dentist's office, dental office. Okay. Okay. On two separate occasions, breaks in once. Steals a huge chunk of money. 
$22,000 in cash and checks. Keep it 22 grand to the dentist? Apparently. I mean, granted, it's the states. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Somebody else's, somebody else's medical system. Still, though, I mean, twenty-two thousand is. That feels like a lot of money to have at a dentist's office. But go on. Not to mention, how did she get in, get that much money, and get out with it? Yeah. That alone is wild to me. Without being found, because they didn't find her right away. So she had a chance to come back and double dip. She comes back. What does she do next, Carl? Uh, tries to steal drugs, I would assume. You got money the first time. You're going for some kind of like other, you know, good drugs hanging around dentist office. She comes back the second time, dressed as a dentist. <laughs> it actually gets real insane because she then puts a patient under and pulls thirteen teeth out of them. What? She pulled 13 teeth. How would you even know what to do? That is a great question. Was this person like, did they get halfway through dental school and then chose a life of crime? It is a great question. Dr. Isaac Yankum situation here. The tooth extraction occurred on a different date than the break-in. She admitted to using uh, uh, anesthetic. Yeah. Disposed by the office and pulled 13 teeth out of a patient. She used to, like, did she used to work there or something? They, she, it, like, she's a former employee or anything like that? Because, like, that's a, how do you, how do you just stroll in, dressed up? They let you. So, this is what I was going to, she's obviously, like, a dink of the day here. Yeah. But this dental office. What are you guys doing? You're keeping 22 grand on the premises and people can just. Walk in the doctor's coat, sit down and start offering services? Like, this is what I was going to say to you. Pulling 13 teeth, it's not like you can just go and just no, like, it takes it's a process. Time. Yeah. So I she know, was. Nevada plays things pretty fast and loose, but that is, that is real loose. Like, you had to let this woman, like, that's, that's like an, uh, gotta be close to an hour's worth of work. Or I would assume. I guess if you're moving fast and not properly, maybe 30 minutes, you, but. That, somebody applying anesthetic, if they're not educated on how to do it, though, you kill somebody. Yeah. You kill somebody, oh, man. she's facing many years behind bars. I hope so. But this dental office yeah. should, shouldn't even be a practice anymore. The, the robbery is nothing compared to that. Like this, like, this dental office should be shut down. Absolutely. If yeah, you your, can, business, your business practice should be gone. Your license should be gone. It is bad enough that somebody stole that amount of money and you had no clue. Yeah. But it's real bad that that same person can come back in and do dental surgery. In one of your chairs. In one of your licensed chairs. And the crazier thing is, she didn't even get caught then. She left. She's she got caught the, after. Put in a day's work and left? Yeah. Insane. It is, it, right? That is insane. It's crazy. Nevada, so, get it together. She's going to be the dink of the day, obviously, uh-huh. partially. But this dental office absolutely gets a piece of the pie as well. It's not fantasy camp. <laughs> you can't just walk in there and start operating on people. Well, apparently this place. Man. It was busy enough to have 22000 at one point. Yeah.
Holy. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. Just going back to that uh, dentist story from a few minutes ago. Again, a woman broke into a dental office in Nevada and uh, not only stole $22,000 on one occasion, on a second occasion came back and performed dental surgery on a patient. He said pulled 13 teeth. Yeah. And I said, like, she had to have either been a dentist in a previous uh, in a previous job. Maybe she had some experience with this office because there's no way. Like, if I if if you took me to a dentist office, mm-hmm. dressed me up, and said, "Okay, uh, apply anesthesia to this person and start pulling teeth," I don't know where to start. I don't even know how to dig a hole in my backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I would have no idea what to do. How much anesthesia? You don't want to kill the person, but you want to knock them out while you pull 13 teeth from them? So that, yeah, that is insane. Apparently, reading a different story, she did work at that dental office. At that office, okay. Which would make a bit more sense, right? Sure. That's, you know, knowing your way around the office, around the equipment at least. Okay. Maybe you got somebody new at the front desk, you breeze past them, act like you've been there. How does nobody, there's not one of the surgeons stop and go, oh, I thought I was working on, you know, Terry. Didn't Christine quit? Right? Two, three weeks ago, I thought she quit. I still, I don't think that, that practice should not be running. (laughs) Sure, I'm missing a lot of money around here. So that's weird. But one person by way of text brought up a great point. Because that story is so crazy that there's so many ways you can go. But there is one thing that we kind of glossed over. The poor SOB in the chair? Yeah. Yeah. The person who woke up and is now... Sans teeth? Yeah, has 13 less teeth going forward in their life. I hope they were all in one area. You know what I mean? So it's a bit easier to get like... like, Yeah, that here's a molar and here's a front one and here's something from the side and there's one of those eye teeth. Like just if you were just, you know, picking and playing there, that's, that's tough. That stuff. Like so, yeah. Do you do you get thirteen caps or thirteen fake teeth? You, are you a dentures person now? Yeah, say, do you get the whole thing cleared out and go oh. dentures? No idea how old the victim is. Yeah, I'm I'm unaware as well. That is a tough one. And was it like was it targeted? Was it somebody she wanted to do this to? There, it 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 says she did not give a reason as to why she did it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd lawyer up, and I wouldn't give a lot of reasoning either. Yeah. Like I, I understand that there might be some, you know, mental health things here at play. Do you think? Maybe drugs are here at play, right? Yeah. Maybe it's both. Very likely both, I would say. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't I just don't understand what you're getting out. And here's the other thing too. She's right now in jail. Yeah. Um uh bond or a bail is set at twenty thousand. Shouldn't bail for a woman for somebody like that. I go a little higher. I would go higher, yeah. Yeah, I would have. First of all, we already know she stole twenty two thousand. I would put the bail higher than the money you stole, and like, what? What you have to be held on some insane charges. Like it's 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 assault. It's a you know it's an unwilling medical practice. I don't even know how you would categorize that. I on just the law side. You can't let somebody as insane as that. You cannot give them the chance to get back out there. Some, some Hannibal Lecter stuff, <laughs> That's man. what I mean. Like, Did she keep the teeth? Like, well, That was one of the weird. other questions from somebody. Like, what was she planning to do with the teeth? 
It says in the story she didn't explain that either. <laughs> Not talking. Is there some black market like you know I don't thing know, where man. you can sell these teeth? I got twenty two grand and thirteen teeth, and I'm on the run. <laughs> Silver and Brown, ninety seven seven hits FM. Six oh nine. I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. You see all these text messages coming in of secret drinking parents. <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't aware of it. As I don't think my parents did this a lot as uh, when I was a kid. Maybe they did. I just wasn't I was aware of hiding it. This is what you think. Yeah, maybe. It is much more prevalent than you imagine. Yeah. Are you much keeping more. Beer, keeping beers in the toilet tank at the school, like Homer <laughs> Simpson. There, like you got. You're damn right. You got stash. I, I was saying to Carl this morning. If you're just tuning in, uh, son soccer game yesterday, and uh, quite often for daughters' games, sons' games, we'll bring. Uh, yeah, it's a little something in the water bottle to uh, enjoy during the game, which kind of shocked you, Carl. Well, it's just you know only there for an hour. Well, right? you gotta you gotta take and you gotta get there early, right? Oh, the game's yeah. an hour, but uh-huh. you're supposed to show up you know third twenty five thirty minutes early so they can practice this yeah. that. So it's an hour and a half process, I guess, and it can get a little boring. Oh sure, yeah, it's kids soccer. So that's why I got that's why I got a wager on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to uh, you got to spice it up a little bit from time to time, Carl. Where, where else are you? Where else are you sneaking a bevy in? Like, are we talking? Are we talking Christmas concerts? Oh, dude, Christmas concerts, a thousand percent. Are we talking like graduate, like end of the year ceremonies. Well, because oh, stuff? oh yeah, because like, typically the end of the year ceremonies, you'll again. This is keep in mind all everything I'm going to explain here, or most of it is pre-COVID. So don't get after me too too much. But the, the graduation and end-of-the-year ceremonies, so a lot of times you'll meet at one, you know, uh, uh, adult's house so mm-hmm. the kids can play, and then you'll all kind of make your way to the school together. So you're pre-gaming there. Oh, I see. And then usually it's like, you see, um, you ever walk by a school and you see parents with the coffee cups and the travelers and stuff? So they're having a coffee. It's oh. like 8.30 in the morning. Oh no! No, I, I'm talking about the after-school stuff. Oh, yeah, I see. yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh-huh. we're not animals before school. I think we're uh-huh. fine. But the end of the year stuff, the the Christmas concerts, quite often they sell uh, hot chocolate. Those things, right? All right. the money goes towards the school. Yeah. Well, you gotta bring a little something to throw in that hot chocolate, Carl. So you're just bringing a cup of Bailey's, or are you bringing a, a like a, an additional little Bailey's to this? Bailey's Fireball. I mean, take your pick. Huh? You ever had hot chocolate and Fireball? By the way, I have not. No. Hell of a mix on no. a winter day. I don't know the last time I've had a hot chocolate, honestly. Oh, fair. Yeah, you're not going to enough kids' concerts. <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously not. Uh, Halloween night, you're out trick or treating. Now that I, that I've heard, you grab uh, you know you know I mean a, a warm cider or something like that to walk around with or couple in the couple in the wife's purse. Oh yeah, yeah, that I get. You're the, walking around for a couple hours with them, you know, sack of candy with you. Yeah, I get that. one. I like the the dad in here who said, uh, you know, we got the stroller. Cooler yeah. in the bottom of the stroller. The stroller life, that was sweet. Because yeah. you could pack so much into that stroller. Right. Stroller yeah. life was pretty fantastic. Especially that, like, that netting in the underneath part oh, that we're talking about. You're, big time, pal. Yeah. Big time. Christmas concerts. Yeah, end of year. What uh, the zoo? You take the kids to the zoo? You oh. sneak in one at the zoo? Dude. Canada's Wonderland? If I'm going to pay $4.50. What are you getting in your mug right now? <laughs> what are you doing right now? Right now, hmm? surprisingly, just coffee. Hmm? <laughs> For now, you it's barely just coffee. even stand to be around me. 
You know, I say I was talking with another dad here. You're not. Uh, it's never enough to get like trashed. Of course, because you got to make your way home at some point. Yeah, uh, unless it's you're to make walking. It, it's enough to make it bearable. Yeah. Yes. That's that's what we're looking at here. Quite make often, it bearable. Yeah, and and to quite get often through it. Quite often, <laughs> you actually usually have a system with the other parents that you're close with. You're all working together on this? Oh, you're absolutely all working together. Sometimes you'll yeah. each bring a little something different so you can kind of, you know, try some and yeah. uh, kind of like that. You underestimate how much drinking is happening at these parental parent like so. meeting things. I've become such a, a, a dry old man. I just, I just drink so rarely as it is. Yeah. I just yeah. Well, I'm, always, I'm always I'm always amazed. You know what the issue is? And I'm always at home. <laughs> the issue is is that when you've got, you know, kids at the age that I have them at least yeah. is there's every night there's something. Like yeah. I we literally have soccer right now Monday mm-hmm. through Thursday. Oh my god. Like we we ha- and then there's stuff on weekends as well, right? Like there is something every single night. Can't they drive yet? Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, yet. Sorry. Uh, six years away from Emma driving us yeah, home from yeah. the bar. Oh, come on. <laughs> you got to be able to take yourself to these things. There is just something every <laughs> night. So it's like you're left with, well, yeah. okay, if I'm going to have to d- give up every one of my nights to do this, well, I want a little tweener in between before I get home to crack that bottle of wine or, you know. I'm so happy that I'm either infertile or smart, one of the two. <laughs> God, I'm happy. Might be a little bit of both, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show, on Southern Ontario's Best Rock, 97.7 Hits FM. Carl, I do want to jump on this really quickly before we move on to anything else, because we have discussed Bigfoot and, you know, mm-hmm. is he around, isn't Sasquatch he? Sasquatch theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, exactly. Theories. Mm-hmm. We've discussed theories multiple times on the show. We are fans of conspiracy theories, or at least diving in and having some fun with them. We're curious. And the Bigfoot Sasquatch one, you've said on the show before, I mean, this is a top three, if not maybe a gold, like, top the podium conspiracy theory for you? I think so, just because there's there's thousands of, you know, witness statements every year, right? Mm. And it's like, okay, you know, maybe 900 of these are total crackpots, but... There's got to be something to it. Not every one of these people is seeing a bear. Not every one of these people's brains are playing tricks on them, right? So you saw the latest. A, the vid- yeah, I saw this. Adam and Joey tackled this uh, yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put the video. It's up on the Facebook page as well as some of their audio reaction. There's, uh, I think, a pair of brothers that are fishing on the Cass River in Michigan, and they got video of something walking across the river a few hundred yards away from their position. I'm looking at the video. I've got it muted in front of me, and I've got it running in front of me. And it's certainly, you know, a large figure, all in brown, walking kind of gingerly through, like, just uh, just under waist-deep water. Mm-hmm. Now, this to me looks like a dude in hip waders and camouflage. Does it not? I, I I agree with you. For this one in particular. I've seen it slowed down. I've seen it cleared up. I've seen them zoom in. The motion that the guy's making doesn't look natural, but he's also walking through almost waist-level water. Yeah. 
I encourage anybody listening right now, check out the video. It's not, you know, insulting or crazy or, or you know, it's not going to drive you nuts. But it is interesting. It's, you can't really get a good, clear view of it. Maybe that's intentional. I don't know. but I agree with I, you that I think it's a guy in waders. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But it's it's definitely not clear. It's it's worth it's worth a review. It's worth looking at. That, I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Reviewing it, there's nothing wrong. I've I've seen way worse videos where I go, why yes. are we even talking about this? Yeah. When you talk about you know like hoax videos and stuff, yeah. it, it, I don't think this is you know if it's an intentional hoax, maybe maybe they just caught a dude walking way out in front of them across the river and thought, what the hell is that? Could you imagine if if it was just a random guy? And you're just like scrolling through Facebook and you go, yeah. oh, God, it's me. I was fishing on the cast oh. over last weekend. Oh. Everyone thinks oh. I'm Bigfoot. Check no. that out. <laughs> My name's Gary. Do you remember? I was just out fishing. Do you remember, um, what was that show? I think it was on OLG uh, where they would go searching for um, oh, yeah. uh, different types of myths and and. Mm-hmm. What was it called? But every time it would go to like commercial break, it would be like, "What's that?" It was like, and then would come back to, "Oh, it was just a leaf that fell off the tree." Yeah, it was a deer. Sorry. And every episode ended with, "We never, we didn't find it, but there is a chance that it could still be there." Like every episode, what was that called? I don't know, but I remember that it was yeah, outdoor outdoor life network, I think, and. I know they went to like like uh, like Skinwalker Ranch and that kind of stuff. They always they always chased down that yeah. that stuff. But yeah, never really never really came through. But yeah, Nothing very. Happened. It's an interesting video. I think uh, have a peek at it. You know, make your come to your own conclusions. I'm I'm gonna go dude and hip waders and good camo here. Yeah, but um, it's worth a look. Yeah, I, you, I think you put it right. It's worth a review. Mm-hmm. I still don't know if I had to bet right now. I would bet there isn't a Bigfoot because I think we would have seen one. Yeah. But you're still on the side of, you're hopeful it's out there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very hopeful. And optimistic. As you said, it's over at the Facebook page. You can check that out there. (laughs) The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Message coming here said, uh, I don't know, boys. My buddy looks like a silverback gorilla on the best of days. (laughs) I think Bigfoot's going to be some half gorilla, half human hybrid. Just mm-hmm. judging by my friend's appearance, people give him a second look every time we go camping. <laughs> <laughs> Terry says there's too many sightings of Bigfoot for for it to be fake. That's that's kind of my point too, right? Yeah. Like it's, there, there's thousands of reports every year, especially growing up in the you know Pacific Northwest area, right throughout like Oregon, Washington State, BC. That's really where a large portion of those are 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 reported. So. I don't know, man. I, I'm so. not saying it because I believe it could be, but yeah. I kind of just sit in the camp of I feel like somebody would have caught it by now. Yeah, or would have found a carcass. But the thing, like, I don't know, man. Like, how many bear car- carcasses do you see when you're out and about in the forest? Right? I guess, yeah. You know, like, how many carcasses do you find? What? Maybe not they're extinct. Maybe Bigfoot was a thing, but they're extinct I now. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's possible. It, it is po- it's, it's possible they're there, but I'm just in the camp. I feel like it would have been seen. But uh, you'd, be dr- you'd be drunk in the woods anyways. <laughs> I think that's maybe how some people see them, frankly. Maybe. Uh, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, you can fire them all in now. We'll go rapid fire 977-977, and, uh, yeah, get after open mic in about seven minutes. Tell me now. Who is this? A huge ass. 
There's just two people on the line. No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> 977-977, get your text in. You can call us too, 905-688-9797. Uh, start with this one from Connor. Morning, boys. Bought my first house a couple months ago. Officially move in tomorrow. Congrats, buddy. Any suggestions on the first weekend in the new place? Yeah, I, I, I echo that. Congrats. That's good stuff. Uh, new place. I'm trying to think. Uh, you, and I moved, you and I moved recently. Yeah, yeah. I will say this. Uh, I have moved a ton throughout yeah. this radio journey. And the biggest thing my wife and I try to accomplish as soon as we move in is to unpack as quickly as you can. Yeah. Like you're going to be exhausted from all the moving. Maybe you have movers. Yeah. I don't know. But unpack so fast because the faster that you or the longer you leave it, the longer it'll sit. And you, know you want to get settled thing. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to you want to settle in and start to make it feel like home. Yeah kind of quickly right but yeah I, w- I would say like Soper said you know put in half a day power through the stuff you got to do you know <laughs> somebody said make sure you have a plunger yeah um, <laughs> good point so that's a key for sure but have some have some beer champagne on ice sit in the fridge for yourself yeah make sure you got a reward at the end of that work I day. was just about to say when you are done everything yeah. that yeah. drink it, yeah. having beers throughout is good New but, new house beer is uh is also it should be a yeah, highly ranked yeah, highly ranked I agree. beer. Um, you know, the weird thing for us was you know when we uh, moved here because we were shipping our stuff across the country we had like a week in this very very naked house before our stuff arrived. So that was that was weird because mm-hmm. it was like you know we went and bought a, a bed from IKEA and put it in the guest room and I put a TV on a on a folding table from Costco which is now my <laughs> desk. And we just kind of sat there for like <laughs> like a week, yeah. just waiting around for everything to arrive. Now so. the person here said shampoo carpets before you have all your boxes in. That's not yeah, a bad it's, idea. That's not bad. You can get in yeah. there and do a little cleaning ahead of time so you're ready to go. Uh, Testing the did. toilets is another person somebody said. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eat, so, good call. eat something horrendous. Use oh. both bathrooms. <laughs> eat something horrendous? Yeah. Uh, somebody here said, we've had so much Bigfoot chat. Could we get a hairy man butt? A hairy man butt. In my face. Always. Might be the only way to find it. Are you more of a tugboat or a submarine? Uh, I feel like I'm a tugboat guy. I feel like I'm probably a submarine guy. Yeah, you're a little sleeker. Yeah, and I'm... Going to the radar. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm moving faster, right? Yeah, but uh, submarines move quietly. Mm. The soper does not move quietly. This is a good point. But the tugboat moves slowly, right? Yeah, I'm. I the soper doesn't move slowly. So I'm the tugboat. You're the horn. Yeah, maybe. Right? <laughs> can I can I be the weird love child of a tugboat and a submarine? They had <laughs> freaky weird ocean sex, and I came out the tugmarine. That's the soper <laughs> subboat. <laughs> if you guys could control the electronic signs on the QEW, what would you put up there? And you can't say that you would promote your show. Matt Soper bets on children's soccer. <laughs> I don't know what it, you know what I would put up there. I would say uh, I would put up there. Uh, I put up a sign that said uh, "Using your signals is optional," and then maybe people would go counter to it and go, "You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to use it every single time and indicate where I'm going." I would try and play a little reverse psychology on some yeah. of the drivers in the QBW. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, if you're not doing that, then yeah, maybe I'm going. Uh, maybe I'm going sports in some way, shape, or form. See if you can get a digital copy of the Honey Roll 
uh, playing on the, <laughs> on the side. That's what it would be. It'd be the gif of yeah. the honey being poured on Carl. Welcome to the Niagara region. <laughs> uh, you said I've got. Sorry. I got a question. I got a question for you and for Hits Nation. Actually, that I want to. I want to sneak okay, in. Let's here. finish with that. Yeah. Tokyo Olympics. Obviously, uh, opening ceremonies are tomorrow. There's been uh, controversy. This uh, you know this pandemic thing. It, it's been it's been a a strife ridden games so far. We'll say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. A little uh, additional story came out today. Uh, Tokyo Olympics, uh, they've barely started. Hasn't stopped them from experiencing their share of disturbances, including a roaming brown bear. What? Security guard. You always have to watch out for the big daddy. Security guard at the Azuma Sports Park first spotted the brown bear at the venue early on Tuesday. It came back again on Wednesday, just hours before the first scheduled softball game between Japan and Australia. Uh, Quote here says, We cannot find. Or capture the bear. There won't be any spectators at the stadium, but we are on alert, and we are searching for the bear around the site. First off, let him in. <laughs> you want to see somebody break the hundred meter sprint? Let him get chased by a bear. Let the bear play. Could you imagine? They're like, all right. Well, it looks like. Uh, the person from the U.S. is uh, yeah. is a major favorite to win. Co- oh my God! Oh they my got God. mauled by a bear He's going in. Mauled. Oh no! Put him in the long jump pit. Get over. Get <laughs> jump over. over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we talked earlier this week about how to make the Olympics more appealing. We talked about yeah. uh, the average Joe Lane, which is a concept that Joe has been Lane. pitched many times in terms of having a a certain lane of the Olympics be dedicated to having an average athletic human being performing the same task. You can see how crazy talented these athletes are. Question for you. Which event would the brown bear be most successful in in the summer games? It's got to be sumo wrestling. Yeah. Is is sumo in this games? It's got to be. Wrestling is in the game. Okay, so, and, I, and I do think a form of wrestling is the way. Yep. The bears are natural wrestlers. Yep, yep. That would be in there. Judo, maybe. And judo. <laughs> Does it have to wear the little suit? Cycling. Tr- trampoline. Cycling. Trampoline. <laughs> oh uh, no! I want to watch a bear do Olympic things. See, it's but another, like I'm just saying, it's not another like, way, not in an animal cruelty way. Like let him choose what he wants to do and at his yeah, own pace. Yeah, let him go in the pool. <laughs> Let him do the bear stroke. Kids FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby. Good morning. We are going to talk Olympics before we get to the actual details. Carl, can you pose the question towards Shelby? Yeah, I do want to. I do want to ask this of you, Shelby. There was a story, uh, not the one you're going to cover, but one that we just talked about about a brown bear that's been spotted uh, near the Azuma Sports Park where they're holding the uh, softball. And apparently they cannot find the bear or move the bear on successfully. So my question to you is, which summer Olympic sport would you most like to see this brown bear participate in? Is there like climbing events? I feel there, like the there bear is, would There is sport excel. climbing. Mm. Yep, there is sport it, climbing. That text came in. Either the bear is going to, to meddle for, mm-hmm. I, I guess... Japan, I guess, at that point? Yeah, it's Japanese sure. It's Russia. It's, no, it's, it's, the bear, it's Russia the brought it. It's the bear's home country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as, as we know. Think. 
<laughs> uh, or or it just provides extra motivation for for the people who are trying to climb. You know, out climb the bear, or there are consequences. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had suggested long jump to put the bear in the pit. Um, I also jump. like you want to get height then. <laughs> oh, also, good point. I also like the idea of equestrian. Oh, the poor pony! No, don't worry. They're going to be friends. Let the bear ride the horse. <laughs> That's what I want to see. What kind of horse? You need a Clydesdale. Look, Bruce Springsteen's daughter's already in the event. Get a bear in there. This is must-watch television. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, synchronized swimming? Who says yes? <laughs> no, we need a shark for that. With other bears? Yeah. A synchronized <laughs> bear swimming team. Oh, man. I'd watch. Uh, speaking of the Olympics, opening ceremonies, uh, they're tomorrow, right? Yes. Yes, they are. They are tomorrow, but don't expect to see a ton of Canadians in it because although we have 370 athletes who are participating in the Tokyo Games this year, only 30 to 40 of them will be what? able to march during the opening ceremonies. Now, it makes more sense when you consider that the athletes aren't all there. They're not all in Tokyo right now because uh, they're right. only allowed to be in the athletes' village five days before they compete. So what? some of the athletes are still in Canada. I didn't know that. Yeah. And is that is that is that typical of most Olympic years? No. Or is no. that is that no. that's different for this year in particular? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that that's for this year. That's COVID nineteen protocols. Usually they're there for the whole time, and it's this giant party of these yeah. super fit. Very attractive people. Oh, which it's is a why sex we, party. That's why everyone was like is. the sex safe beds. Like they are yeah. just banging. So you get the people there five days before their event. They do the event, and do they are they sticking around for closing ceremonies, or is everyone going home so. asap? I don't think they're sticking around. I so think you, because of COVID nineteen protocols, they go, they settle into the village, they come do home, do your event, get yeah. out of there. Yeah, cool. I've I've been watching some of the videos that the athletes have been posting. Even the dining halls are so yeah. interesting because they go in, they have to sanitize, they have to wear these little plastic gloves. They're wiping down everything. There are barriers in between, like the halfway Jeez. mark on tables, so that the athletes have a hard time even just talking to each other at mealtimes. And I think this is just specific to one national team, but one national team says we have sort of this standing rule that it's 10 minutes for meals, and then you're out because we want to reduce our exposure as much as possible. So I can't imagine that they would just stick around to stick around after. They uh, this purity, is going to go. The so purity well. of sports. Oh, goes so well, <laughs> Shelby, can you give us uh, some updates on the border situation as every day it seems to, you know, you get a little bit more information. Yes, yeah, so now we know what uh, the Americans intend to do about the border. We will still be opening the border for fully vaccinated Americans, the land border to cross on August 9th. And the Americans yesterday announced they are extending the restrictions at the border. Bastards. So we still won't be able to cross until at least August 21st. It could be extended wow. past then as well. So but not yes, a two-way for- street then. No two-way street. Canadians will still not be able to cross for non-essential reasons at the land border. You can still fly across, but then you've got your quarantine period. You have to have your proof yeah. of vaccinations huh. and things like that. So I find that interesting in the sense of our vaccine numbers are going up, right? Mm-hmm. And in the they've, States... They've plateaued. They've they plateaued, and they, they kind of have a much different approach of seem to be starting to move on, right? Much at well, least... 
quicker than... Our numbers have also plateaued. So we are starting to get to the point where we're slowing down because people aren't booking to get their first shots or they're waiting to get their second shots at this point and they're just not getting it done. So a lot of health units are moving to sort of smaller walk-in clinics. And the United States is also right now dealing with the Delta variant that is spreading very quickly mm-hmm. among communities in the U.S., which was one of the reasons cited in the document that was released yesterday saying that they're still grappling with COVID-19 within their own borders. And the global community is still dealing with it as well. The U.K. is not doing very well right now. So that's why the U.S. said, I, you know, we're going to wait a little bit longer. Also, they've had this plan in place where they kind of want to open the Canadian and Mexican borders in tandem, and that isn't oh, happening right now either. Okay. Can you tell us about the cocaine cake before he, mm. we let you go? Yes, a cocaine <laughs> cake. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, you know, there's lots of ways to jazz up a cake. I've seen lots of cake decorators in the last year getting their uh, creativity on, but the <laughs> Drug Enforcement Agency in Maine says uh, don't use cocaine because wow. a New York man and a Maine woman decided to add... About two pounds of Coke inside of a marble cake, and then they put coffee grounds mixed in it to try and mask the scent, but the dogs were not phased. They definitely (laughs) smelled the two pounds of Coke in there. They should have, like, uh, baked it into the fondant, and then they could have broken it down on the other end, maybe. But then it's in the fondant. Who wants Uh, that? Who wants fondant Coke? Who wants that? Who just wants fondant? I'd rather take the coffee grounds. (laughs) just wants fondant? Well, you could have cocaine or fondant, Shelby. We know what you're choosing. Fondant is the worst. The Silver and Brown Show. Carl, I'm looking over a survey this morning. Yep. You know I like a good list. You love a list. I love when people rank things. I love to break down the rankings. Mm -hmm. You and I will rank things on this show. Often, yeah. Um... Reading a survey this morning by Depends, the adult diaper. Oh, and okay. They're putting out a new campaign to try and stop, uh, in uh, try to stop people from be feeling embarrassed if they have to purchase their uh, that item. Oh, okay. Or any item. Sure. Trying to say whatever you have going on in your life, it shouldn't matter. Don't be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Walk up to that counter with you know the utmost yeah. um, confidence. Purchase it, walk away. But they were doing a survey to find the top 10 items people are most embarrassed to purchase. Okay. Top 10 items people are most embarrassed to purchase. Most embarrassed to purchase. What's, so, what comes to mind? First few the, the, the obvious stuff, right? There's the obvious stuff where like anything to do with like birth control... Mm-hmm. Or uh, like menstruation products, right? Like all that stuff always is what a lot of people are uncomfortable walking up to the till with, right? Okay. Number well, one, what do you think number one is? Uh, I'll say I'll say condoms. I think people are sometimes embarrassed to to go in and buy the box. Okay. Number two, yeah, I'll say tampons or pads. Okay. Uh, Going to round out with three. Uh, like so, are are depends included on the list? Depends or not on the list. Not on the list. Yeah. What would number three be? Um, You'll never get number three. I can tell you. That. Okay. Perfect. I'll. I will say. <laughs> uh, I will say. Uh, um, like ass cream. Okay. Like for when you have a, a sore ass. All of yours made the list. Good. Number ten, cold sore treatment. Okay. And that yeah, that can be tough. It can feel embarrassing. You're buying it for one reason. It sucks. 
and <laughs> it's, it just stands out on your face. There's nothing yeah. worse. There's nothing worse. Number nine was period products. Okay. Which, by the way, guys, we got to stop feeling embarrassed about this. It's just a thing. Oh, my God. Just buy them. Just nobody. It's not, it's not a big deal. I never understood that. Like, do people no. think that, that the person at the counter is going to go, oh, you're buying these for yourself, you big loser? <laughs> yeah, I am. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah, they're for me. Nah, it's, I need these. That's great. You have, like, is it good? You happy Holy now? You got it out? Hell. The amount of people who are so embarrassed. I, I know. can't do that. Shut sure up. Sure you can. Send me a picture. Yeah. I'll grab whatever you need. Yes. Every time I have to do it. Yeah. I, I think I know it now, but I always say to my wife, show me the exact one you need. Just send me I'll in with walk. a picture. Yeah, I'll look in, grab That's it. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. Because, A, you are the one that has to deal with this madness for the next, you know, week or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. The least that I can do is sure. pick that up and then provide ice cream when you need it. Not a big deal. Grow up, man. What else on the list? Number eight, bladder leakage products. Okay. Number seven, a pregnancy test. I think that's probably more fear-based. Yeah. You're nervous, more right? More so than embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, I think you're nervous. Sure. Mm-hmm. Number six, diarrhea relief. <laughs> Again, I think that might be more of a nervous energy. So is the great. You go put it on the counter. How's it going? Not great, man. Do you see what I'm buying? Got diarrhea. Uh, number five, hemorrhoid cream. So that's kind of in line with okay. what you said, like, right? Yeah, like the ass cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Number four, head lice treatment. Sure. Number three, this is the one I said you would never get. Mm-hmm. Is any After you've heard all those, is there anything else that possibly could come to mind? I don't know what's still out there. Like uh, lube? Like lubrication? Number three, bed bug spray. Oh, yeah, I would never got that. I mean, I, I guess it's embarrassing in the sense of you have bed bugs and that's maybe shows, but it doesn't necessarily show you're not clean. Maybe you went somewhere. Yeah. Like you could have went to a bad hotel or not great hotel and brought it back. Totally happens. So I don't think you should be embarrassed by that. Number two, emergency contraceptives. Oh, so like uh, like Plan B? Yeah, stuff? I assume it's Plan B. And that is, I again, what I can only assume is a, a nervous energy, mm-hmm. bit of shame mixed in, all, all, all rolled into one, right? Mm-hmm. But coming at number one, Carl Brown hit it is the condoms. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. Number one item people are most embarrassed to purchase is condoms. What? Why? One, they're kind of expensive. Uh, yeah. Two, I think it's just make, shouldn't be. I think it's just like I think it's just like the like red faced like teenager oh, in the no, back of your head sex. who's still like, oh god, like I gotta buy these things. I know. You think you should be in a celebratory mood? Honestly. Yeah, you'd but, be uh, pumped. Yeah. yeah, it's still a thing. Maybe nervous because you don't know how you're going to perform if it's you know a new <laughs> situation. Right size. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but sure. Man, we still said, number one. We've said before we're very. It's a sex positive show, and really. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's really, sex is not that big of a deal. It is it not. It truly isn't. <laughs> it's just. Sometimes I don't even have any. It's not that big of a deal. It's kind of like dessert. It's fun, but it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> and I promise you, if you're buying those condoms. Bed bugs are a much larger deal. Yes! Bigger, it's a way bigger deal. <laughs> way bigger deal. The condoms are important. Deal. Yeah. They're very important. And so we're getting rid of those bed bugs. <laughs> Man, it's a much larger process. <laughs> That's your takeaway from this, huh? It is. <laughs> I've had to get rid of them before, man. It sucks. Nine seven seven hits FM. The Soper and Brown Show text message just came in and said, "Number one should be buying a Maple Leafs jersey." Oh, oh, yikes! 
<laughs> like the uh, couple texts me said, back in high school, my buddies would get me to go into the store and buy condoms for them. So the store guy must have thought I was some teenage sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> Going in and buying them for your buddies. Another That's one funny. here says, I used to work for Target condoms. Far and away, our most shoplifted item. And uh, would pick up in the week leading up to Valentine's Day. I'm assuming some of these people could pay. They were just embarrassed to actually face somebody at the checkout. And the, th- the problem is there. Yeah, all the shoplifting gets done. Then they put it under lock and key. Then you got to go ask somebody. Yeah. And that, and that becomes a process. The lock and key situation. That becomes a process. I get, I get how that sucks or it can be yeah. weird. Yeah, that, that, can become a, that can become a thing. Let's just normalize that yeah. sex is a thing. Yeah. And it's really makes, f- it's made to be a much bigger deal than it needs to be. I live my life as an embarrassment. I'm very rarely bothered at the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're bothered about certain stores you have to go into. That's correct. Yeah. Not about the things you have to buy. No. I like the one guy who said, I'm way more embarrassed by the amount of McDonald's I buy sometimes. That, yes. Occasionally, <laughs> I do not want to make eye contact with the oh, drive-thru. This is, uh, I have seven people at my house. That's what yeah. all this is for. It's yeah, for you know seven. What I, you know what I always get is like the uh, the the sushi order, like Chelsea yeah. plays the sushi order on like a Friday night or something like that. I always love to see how many chopsticks they put in there and how many people they think might be consuming this meal. Because <laughs> it's two of us. <laughs> it's not four. Oh, you put four chopsticks in there? Oh, yeah. Put them in the drawer. Very nice of you to think we have friends. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, all right, let's take a break. On the other side, we've got the machine. Uh, I will tell you this. We've got a horn battle we have to get after. Okay. And... Mm-hmm. Wrestling trivia, Carl Brown. Oh, right on. I, 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 I've said before that I don't think you'll get it, so I'm, ne- I'm not going to make predictions anymore because I look okay. like an idiot. But I think it's a tough one. All right. I think. I'm oh. excited. Welcome to 905-682-9797. You call that machine anytime. And the machine's brought to you on Hits FM by Kenny Upol and their new location, 17 Sea Park Drive in St. Catharines. The Mrs. Claus bit has come up on the show a few times in the last couple of weeks. Is that promo running more or something? Yeah, it does run. Well, this mm-hmm. guy called in about that and said he was listening to when you called your wife Mrs. Claus, and he wanted to share a foot-and-mouth story with us. It reminds me of something that happened to me. I was living with a girl... And we wanted to go get some food, so we decided to go to KFC. And on the way to KFC, she's reading a little pamphlet trying to figure out what we want. So she says to me, oh, how about we get the Colonel's Mega Meal? And I'm like, pardon me? <laughs> the Colonel's Mega Meal? She's like, yeah. I'm like, don't you mean Colonel? I'm like, geez, there's your public school education for you. Uh-oh. My foot <laughs> went in my mouth. And needless to say, we did not make it to KFC. <laughs> Didn't even get the dirty bird after that? Yeah, making your partner feel stupid uh, is, it rarely yeah, works. It so rarely, rarely comes out well. <laughs> Actually, I just want to see the colonel's secret recipe. Although, I, I bet you there are more people who do that than you would imagine. There are it's, times. It's r- spelt real stupid. Like, it is. It's yeah, very stupid. I, how do you get kernel out of that? Especially when the word kernel, like a kernel of corn, yeah. already exists. How do you get it out of colonel? So I think I think you can get away with that. Yeah. I'm not I making mean, fun of somebody too much. He is the kernel. And, you know, there comes a time and point where you just have to accept that that somehow how you pronounce that word. Yeah. It's stupid, though. Yeah, very dumb. It's I, so dumb. Last night, my wife and I were playing crib. I forget what the word. My wife used a word, 
mm-hmm. uh, just like in conversation. And I was like, okay. I was like, what? What is that word? And she's <laughs> like, like, oh, it's just like it means this. And I was like, I've never heard that before in my life. And I was like, oh. And then she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it means this. She looks it up and she's like, oh. Yeah, it's not even a word. Apparently, I just made it up. <laughs> when you said you were playing crib, and then your wife used a word, I was like, how are you playing crib? You yeah, no, that? just in conversation. But I just thought that? it was funny. She was like, oh, it's not even a word. She's Some like, kind of a crib-scrabble hybrid at <laughs> Camp Sober that you've created. Oh, no, no, no. In conversation, Carl. Mm. We do. We talk, believe it or not. We do talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Jeff Bezos quick. So, boys, did you say that the Bezos... Just gave it up the tip. He just gave it out the tip. Baloosh. He did come back in just the tip. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, tip. the shaft uh, detached, I guess, for Jeff's little space journey. Came back in a tip and came back a cowboy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody online had him in his little spacesuit with his cowboy hat on. Said when you can't settle on a theme for your eleventh birthday party. <laughs> That was pretty funny. That is funny, actually. Some people call Jeff the Space Cowboy. Uh, I'm going to play this joke because... No one, no one's ever called him the Gangster of Love. <laughs> um, I'm going to play this joke for you really quick, mostly because somebody's tried to have it like three different times, and I keep not playing it. Okay. But I'm tired of hearing it myself, yeah, so you let's purge it. it. What did 50 Cent do when he got hungry? 58. I was, to be fair, to that person, I was trying to save you. I knew Carl was not going to enjoy that. <laughs> but it just kept coming in. I was like, all right, all right. Okay. I've done what I can. Okay, Derek. Uh, <laughs> you want to do some wrestling trivia now? Hit me with it. Are you ready? I, I think this is a tough one, but again, it's it's so hard to know with you. But Hey, Bill from the States here. Uh, oh, Bill. Got some wrestling trivia for Carl Brown, if I could uh, dip my fingers into the pool. Wait, dip my 1992 fingers? 1992 Royal Rumble, we saw... Rowdy Piper defeats the Mountie for the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. How long had the Mountie held the title for? So 92 Royal Rumble, I think you said? Yeah, so the story was so the Mountie beat Bret Hart for the Intercontinental title at a house show, I think two days before the Rumble, like on the Friday before the Rumble was on a Sunday. And the story that came out was, because the match was never televised, that Brett had a fever of 103, and he went to the ring against doctor's orders and succumbed to the evil Mountie from the general area of Canada, Jacques Rougeau. And then he dropped the belt to Piper two days later at the Rumble, and then Piper went on to WrestleMania 8 and dropped the belt back to Brett in a great match, the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis. I'm going to say two days. So the answer is two days? Okay. The answer, two days. Oh, my God. That was a really long-winded way for you to say two days. Brett went to Wembley and dropped the title to Davey Boy that summer, and then Davey dropped it to Sean, and then Sean dropped it to Marty, and yeah, it goes on. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, (laughs) holy hell. Let's uh, let's do some Clip It's. Hey, Clip It, 334, Adam and Joey. Now, I don't know if you received this, but I received it a ton. This timestamp came in by Facebook, Instagram, on the machine a few different times. Um, and, and actually, I, f- I ended up finding a couple of clippets from it. This was the first one. Oh, yeah, I want it so bad. <laughs> so. Oh, it's so nice and clear. You got to yeah, keep that. Yeah. That's a great one from Joey. But this is the one that everybody was talking about. Have a whole mouthful of dog. <laughs> 
You want that one more time here? Hold on, yeah. Yeah. Have a whole mouthful of dog. Jeez. Now, the question is, Yeah. what was he talking about? A mouthful of dog. I'm going to say it's, uh, yesterday was, I think it was like National Hot Dog Day or something yesterday. So I'm going to say maybe they were talking about that. Okay. And where? What do you mean where? I mean where? Where does he have a mouthful of dog? (laughs) Uh, I can say he's at a... At a sporting event. Sporting event? Sporting event. Okay. Mouthful of dog. Okay. I did keep the whole thing this time. All right. Yeah. Have a whole mouthful of dog. Go Jays! All right. Dialing it back. It's getting a little clippy here. Even Adam knew. <laughs> Even Adam knew. <laughs> yeah, so I had a Jays game. Look go. at you. Not bad. Well done. Well done. So, uh, I did like that one. Thought that was great. There was another one, though, from Joey later. Yo, you got a clip, Joey. 4.45 p.m. And let me tell you, we did. More of a sausage kind of guy. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Bricks was hungry yesterday. <laughs> For one thing and one thing only, Carl. Yeah. Let's finish with a horn battle. I've got two of them for you. Okay. You tell me which is the winner, okay? Let's go. Got four-legged woman. 18 with a gun. <laughs> Oof. Pretty good. Nice rhythm, nice delivery, horns real clear. Okay, that's going to be tough to beat. All I wanted to say is, Hiya! <laughs> My horn's better than your horn. Tony D, cement truck light, bitches. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Man, those are both elite. Right? Elite. On any I- other day... Those would win if they were taking on anybody else. I'm gonna, I want at the end of the year. I want to post like a seven minute compilation of machine horns. We should have been keeping track of this. It's gonna be so hard to do, but I'm in anyways. We'll spend hours. Oh my god. Hours and hours. But before we get there, I'm giving rhythm it to number, horn, rhythm yeah. horn, or cement truck horn. I'm giving it to cement truck horn oh! by the narrowest of margins. Narrowest of margins. And what was the reason? Uh, a little bit of the higher pitch. I like some of the detailing in and around the delivery of said horn. Um, altogether, I mean, it was, it was almost a perfect machine message. 905-688-9797, or 682-9797. You call that machine anytime. <laughs> My horn's better than your horn. Tony D, cement truck light, bitches. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. I want to give a quick uh, shout out and thank you uh, to a woman by the name of Kristen. I don't yeah. have a last name or anything like that, but it was uh, on Tuesday. We were, Tuesday, yeah. yeah. You you were once again talking about your what? Not we don't even know if it's your hernia situation, but whatever it is, no idea. Your your general chaos uh, below the belly button and above mm-hmm. the knees. You've had, um, you know, what you thought was a hernia might not be a hernia. Uh, you've had your fatty butt lump that was taken care of with some stuff, but basically, you you said. I've got a, you said you had an ultrasound book for September. Yeah. But we're a long ways away from September. And you haven't even worn underwear in two months because your balls are so sore. They hurt so bad. That was the gist of the conversation. I I cannot wear underwear. 
Like that's how painful it is. This and is ridiculous. It, it talking with people and and hearing their sides and their yeah. stories. And yeah, I can't I can't get anybody to take it seriously. Yeah. And I've had I had one ultrasound, which is where they thought that uh, it was a, it was three hernias, right? Yeah. Then the other then another person said it's definitely not hernias, it's something else. And then that's where we got all the way to here, where they were like, oh, don't worry, we'll just do it in September. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So I'll just live in pain. Like, yeah. is that what's Until happening? Yeah. <laughs> You've been trying to get this addressed since like May or June of last year. So yeah. Tuesday, when you piped up about it and said, yeah, September, it's all the way there. Kristen chimed in with, uh, she's got a, a clinic that's has recently opened in Niagara Falls, and they're going to take you in today. Today, yes. Kristen, Kristen listened. I uh, was able to help me out. I was chatting with them and uh, was lucky enough to be slotted in. Had a phone interview with them yesterday. Got their requisite, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, it's a, finally, finally. I may be moving towards finding out a solution yeah. about the sore undercarriage, Carl. <laughs> like, and I've, I had a CAT scan because one person said, "Have you checked? You know, is it cancer?" Yeah. I had a CAT scan, so it yeah. appears it's not something like that. But right. Honestly, at this point, even if it, if it is serious, I want to know. I just want to yeah. know. <laughs> I can't be sitting here not addressing it. <laughs> it's just forever, right? Crazy, man. Yeah. It's been the most insane process, and I imagine the insanity will continue, but yeah. I really quickly wanted to say thank you and a shout out to Kristen, uh, because, yeah, just I, I've been sitting on this, pun intended, for yeah. so, so long. And obviously, like, wait lists and stuff that have been what is, you know, some would declare as non-essential um, procedures yeah. have been pushed back yeah. over the last year or so, understandably. But you're in pain, man. I, you gotta I get this dealt with. I can't even if I lift anything, I'm yeah. in pain the whole next day. Like I, I Chelsea, the day we're we're starting this backyard project here, and she's like, "Oh, I wonder if Matt would come over and help." I wouldn't even ask you. I can't. I said, "I was like, no way." She's like, "Oh, what's wrong with them?" I'm like, "Dude can't wear underwear." Yeah. <laughs> He can't shovel. It's got to the point where there's things I have to just do around the house, like to just do them. And yeah. I just know the next day is a write off because I'm just, just, if I lift through them, if I lift a thing, yeah, I'm in pain the next day. Jeez. If I do one sit up, I'm in pain the next day. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So get shout it, out to Kristen. Get it dealt with. Man, I couldn't be Hopefully. happier and excited. I can't wait to get my balls scanned, man. I cannot wait. So pumped. Is it? You put the put the gel on them. Yeah. Is it? Make weird? sure you wear some. Make sure you wear some logoed gear in there, eh? <laughs> Let them know who you are. I did trim up before. Like I trimmed up last night. Yeah. Oh, okay. I Good thought, point. I thought I was supposed to do that. That's courteous. Know. Yeah. That's yeah, a little courteous, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, we've got Shelby coming up, and I do want to talk about your backyard project actually in mm-hmm. uh, in about twenty minutes time. The Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. You know, before we we do move along here, it's funny because I was just talking with somebody with this whole, you know, abdominal, testicle, whatever situation I have going on, finally getting an ultrasound today. Huge shout out and thanks to Kirsten again, or Kristen. I am incredibly grateful, feel very lucky that uh, she jumped in to help. But one guy was like, aren't you like a little scared of what they're going to do? Like, what if they go up, you know, where? Pal? (laughs) <laughs> I am going to encourage it. <laughs> all, all entries are, I are available here. I have waited over... I was saying this to my wife yesterday. I've waited over a year. Yeah. I have been dealing with this insane pain. I I think sometimes they might like get patients who are like hesitant or whatever. I'm going to go in with flowers 
with an option to buy dinner after and say, do it all, everything. To be clear, you should wait until you're in the office to take your pants off. Fair. Totally. If you walk in already available for treatment, I don't know if it's going to make <laughs> yeah, a great first impression. They will remember you, but yeah, you may not fair. make a great first impression. So just listen to instruction and, and do what's needed from there. That's yeah. fair. But I like I'm I'm going to say every I want it all done. I want everything done. I'm not going to yeah. mess up this like miss out on this opportunity. Do no, everything because you're uncomfortable with something. No, no absolutely. Let's let's explore every yeah every avenue so. of Matt Soper. <laughs> I want I want you to get it done. Because I'm tired of doing labor projects without an extra hand around here. Man, the only person I know. We got to talk about this. Your picture kind of blew up Instagram yesterday. Yeah, it did okay. And uh, people uh, are texting in calling you Moneybags Brown this morning. Look at, look at the storage in that <laughs> in that new Subaru. Moneybags Brown. Holy. Couldn't have done that in the focus. No, not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to ask you some more about that labor project. Let's, All uh, right. let's discuss after some 41 on Hits FM. Somebody one nine seven seven hits FM to Soper and Brown Show, eight thirteen. Uh, you can follow Carl on Instagram at Carl Brown nine seven seven. Just like the station. And yesterday he uh, well, he broke Instagram as he was <laughs> tossing money around. <laughs> money bags Brown is what they That's call him. Right. You know, I, I posted the picture up, and uh, it's it's just you know a collage of stuff that we picked up for this backyard project. Everybody's like, "Oh, look at the, you know, look at the boards, look at the wood you got." The wood was not that expensive. Really? It was not that expensive. Dude, no. lumber is insane. Did you get a good price? I, I don't, dude, I'm just, I'm, just at, I'm just at Home Depot. I got the same price anybody else did. I wasn't searching for a deal or anything did like that. Did it go it, down then? They're they're eight foot long uh, two by fours, and they were about six bucks a board. No. So, yeah. It's not just reasonable. Dude, no, they were up to like sixteen bucks somewhat I guess recently. So. Well, now that people can, you know, actually go in and shop around, maybe it's maybe it's gone down slightly. I wasn't, uh, maybe. I wasn't searching for for lumber in the last uh, in the last year too much. Yeah. But yeah, got a bunch of stuff. the The sticker shock was the wheelbarrow. I was unaware of what wheelbarrows go for. Oh man, was, are they are they up there? It, it was plenty. Ooh. Yeah. It was plenty. Should have went used, got one on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. No, I guess no I tire have, on it though. I guess I could. Yeah, could have shopped around or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. I have been avoiding this project. This, this is this is Chelsea's brainchild. Yeah, what this is she is, even is wanting baby. to do? She's wanting to dig out a space in the backyard, lay down some sand and gravel and some paving stones, and create a bit of a, like a backyard kind of lounge area that we can use. Oh, like a little, raised deck kind of thing. Yeah, that, the the original plan was to do like a bit of a raised deck, like a like a twelve by twelve kind of raised deck, and, and put that back there. But there was some permit stuff, and again, the wood was expensive, the labor was expensive, the quilts we got for it were 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 out of this world. Not even not even I could could take that on. Yeah. So the next idea was, well, instead of building a raised deck, why don't we dig down, like you know, four to five inches, lay sand and gravel, some paving stones, and then put the patio furniture on top of that and create a, a space back there that we can use. And this is in the middle of your backyard. Yeah, okay. yeah, we yeah we marked it out um, yesterday and bought some of that product that you saw 
on Instagram again at Carl Brown nine seven seven. If you haven't seen the picture, I did see those gloves. What were they? Four XL. Two <laughs> XL. Oh man. Two <laughs> XL. Ham hands, Carl. That's me. And uh, and so yeah, so we marked out the area and we started we started digging yesterday. It, it's a good you know, it's a good um, reminder in relationship politics that no matter how much you say you don't want to do a project <laughs> or appeal to your partner and say I don't think we're capable of doing this project or I'm also not comfortable taking on this project. You're still going to find yourself with a shovel in your hand in the backyard and wondering what you're going to do. Oh, uh, your wife just this. said, ah, screw you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yesterday, she uh, she pops into the pops into my office here and she's like, she's like, what's your day like? And I was like, our, our Tuesday, you and I was, was quite busy. And yeah. yesterday I was like, man, yeah, the show's. Show's good. Shadow Gev's on vacation this week. I got a couple digital things I got to take care of here. Get the podcast up and tidied up. And I was like, I'm clear, man. I'm looking forward to it. And I kind of see this hesitation. I'm uh. like, what? What can I do? She's like, well, I thought maybe we can go and really shovel in the wood and stuff. I'm just like. I thought, aka, mm. we're doing it. Yeah. Today is the day. <laughs> Today is the day. She's like, I was thinking about ordering the, you know, the gravel and the fill and all that stuff this weekend. I'm, so, like, it doesn't matter, right? I've expressed it. I've expressed my opinion. It's not. It doesn't matter. We're doing it. And now there's a mess in my backyard, and I have all this dirt. I don't know what to do with all the dirt. <laughs> and there's stuff coming next week, and I got to get out there and dig again after the show today. I'm not real happy about it. And you're very comfortable to say you don't know what you're doing, nor do you really want to do it. You're happy to have somebody else do it. I am more than happy to have somebody else do it. Yeah. I am. You don't I'm have just, some big ego that you need to fill. No, in no, and I'm just not a big, I'm not a big DIY guy. Like, it's not one of those things where I'll look at the finished product and go, "We accomplished all that." I'm, I'm muttering in my brain about <laughs> how many hours I burned yeah. doing this. It's just not something I take pride in. I just don't take a lot of pride in in accomplishing and taking this on and doing it myself. I take pride in in cracking you up and 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 trying to be a good broadcaster day in and day out and do this and be a you know good husband all you don't need stuff. to build not carl the builder it's just <laughs> it is just just not that that bone that that drive to do that stuff and accomplish those things is just not in me but i'm gonna have to find it fake it or otherwise here and get this thing done because yeah we're ordering stuff next week so well, if it makes it feel any better apparently you saved massive on wood yeah, a lot of people are saying it's uh, it is it has gone down. So he said, "I got to see, I want to see Carl loading up the Subaru with the skid of patio stones." Yeah, those are gonna, those are gonna get, uh, those are gonna Ooh. get delivered. Somebody's saying if you damage a gas line, you're gonna spend a lot more fix. It we're only digging about four inches uh, down in the backyard there, so I think, I think we're gonna be okay. We did you. the, did the edge like all the edging around it yesterday, so we kind of dug down and gave ourselves a guide. And uh, we gotta talk to our buddies at Ben Berg and bring the excavator I mean, over. Yeah, can you find one that'll fit through the, uh, you know, through the little space in between the homes? We're pretty narrow in, in our neighborhoods. So, yeah, that's good but point. anyways, yeah. So we'll you know we'll finish the show and I'll get the podcast up. And if anybody you know sends me a Facebook message or an Instagram thing and I don't get back to you, just know I'm shoveling. You're digging. And I'm miserable. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show, ninety-seven-seven hits FM. I just got a text from your wife, Carl. Mm. Uh, she's looking for you to build an addition on the back of the house after this is all said and done. Yeah, I'm totally, totally qualified. Yeah, absolutely. Thinks you could do an addition on the bottom floor and then potentially work into a second floor bedroom <laughs> atop. 
<laughs> She's looking to do a little Airbnb. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah a little, yeah, a little, little income space. Yeah, sure. ho- hoping to start that in September. That shouldn't be too bad, right? No, I'll get right to it. I'll okay. start laying the plans. That would be great. <laughs> Everybody in the text box like dropping like oh gravel suggestions and uh, yeah people you should call and like proper ways to do this. I swear to God, it's just piling on. <laughs> they're being nice. Me. I know they're offering advice. I'm just telling you. I know they're being kind. I'm not taking it as an insult. I'm just telling you, it's just making me feel worse. You do not want this project at all. I don't. I don't even want help. I just want it gone. I, it's a mess in my backyard right now. It looks like sh- almost. Ooh. Almost. Here's what you do: you break your leg, Carl, and then nobody asks try. you to help you to do things for a long time. When I go outside today, I'm just going to go. My balls hurt. Sorry. <laughs> That's what you do. I got to drive Matt to his appointment. You should go get a hernia surgery, even though you don't have one. <laughs> You guys passing these things out? Yeah, can I get one of those? <laughs> apparently that Shouldice Clinic that we've been told about in Toronto, yeah. apparently it's magical. Sure. It seems like a vacation. <laughs> so they say. So I'm just saying, fake a hernia, fake a broken <sighs> leg. Or just shut up and get digging, old man. <laughs> um, we did Probably miss, that one. We did miss an opportunity, by the way. To play something hole-related? There was options. I yeah. had sheepdog, the hole where my heart should be. Yeah. That, that was kind of funny based on your, you know, uh-huh. reaction. I thought that was. I was, funny. Feel, I was feeling some big sugar digging a hole. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go with that. I did think about playing the band hole for a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah I thought about Corky going Love. that direction, but yeah. I mean, you're digging a hole. Digging, yeah. it's just, it makes too much sense, right? Hit it. It makes too much sense. It's big sugar dedicated to Carl Brown. Send all your opinions in. It's a joke, Carl. <laughs> Send them all it's down the hole. Stoper <laughs> <laughs> so and Brown Show 97.7 hits FM. <laughs> we got Homer Simpson, uh, I should yeah. say, over here, actually. Yeah, that's Matt me. Matt and Homer Simpson. Somewhere between, uh, somewhere between Homer's Can't Someone Else Do It and Trying to Build a Grill in the Backyard is where <laughs> you'll find me on the measuring stick there. Let me ask you this, though. Lay grill. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> yes. It, let's say the balls thing was not an issue for me. Yeah. I'm back there helping you, mm-hmm. but I'm incredibly positive the whole time. Mm. Better or worse? I don't know. Can we just talk about sports or something? Yeah, we would. I mean, it typically goes yeah. that direction. Yeah. But I would be having a very good time because I have a good time most things I do. I don't know. I guess it'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah, because at least like, we'd be having a beer and this and that. Do something. We'd be doing a deep dive on Seattle's expansion draft and yeah. what we think they're going to do, or what the NFL draft looks like. Talk about fantasy trades. Yeah, that sounds a little better. Okay, okay. Because I was like thinking, yeah. that. I was like, oh, I might be too positive for Carl. I don't know. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. We're still doing the labor, right? Yeah, so. that's fair. Yeah, working that stuff in. Because at the end of it, I go, that was the best day ever, and I could just see you going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, Carl, there is a sense of accomplishment you get when you see the end result. You don't you know. know. You maybe, don't know maybe, maybe there will be. Maybe this will be the thing, right? Because I look at it right now, and I'm just like, that's a mess. Yeah. Oh, my God, is that messy. And you know you know me. I cannot stand things being untidy. Oh, you hate and, it. oh, boy, does it look untidy right now. Yeah. So you hate it. Maybe I will be. I'll be happy when it's done because then I won't have to think about it. Yeah. And also it'll be done and it'll be cleaner than it is right now. You- so I am very excited to get out there and dig so I can no longer think about this project yeah. ever again. You are not very good at feeling a, a sense of accomplishment. In fact, you're terrible at it. Yeah, it's it's one of my worst, one of my worst like personality flaws 
is the ability to like give yourself a pat on the back after yeah. you've done something good, whether <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah. And it, like, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, working out or eating healthy or buying a house or landing this job, whatever it is, I am still kicking my own ass first. Yeah. No, <laughs> nobody hates me more than me. It's true. Maybe this will be the thing to turn it. God. Have you texted your father to tell him about all your digging? No, I'll wait till the yard's done. It'll be a conversation starter. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, we do have to give away $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Uh, Carl, a little round of password. Again, I think I have a tough word. Password is shovel. <laughs> oh, now it's ruined. We'll play, That's in, over. We'll play in six minutes. Now, now it's, time it's time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. I've hit that moment where I'm no longer confident in myself with (laughs) what I have chosen. Today might be the day, though. Yeah, you are pretty rattled. My brain is thinking of the threat of labor hanging over me at the end of the show (laughs) and wishing I was down at Dino's. With the boys? (laughs) With the rest of the boys. You want that blood to spill? Yeah, the drinks will flow. And if we're going to dig, you better let them. $100 $100 worth of vouchers for the uh, Lotto Max draw today. You want to just, uh, you want to leave? Go sit in that shame chair for a little bit? Oh, I want to leave. I'm leaving. <laughs> Carl, you're lazy. All right, we're good. He would have at least went, mm. Okay. We're going to go with the type of fish today. Now, of course, I'm not going to let you say the word fish. And I'm curious exactly how you're going to get there. Maybe somebody's got some right away. I just don't think this is what he'll think of first. I don't think. I thought a lot of things that turn out to be horribly wrong. You get 10 seconds. We're going live. Act appropriately. Three penalty words. Say any of them, I'll cut you off, move on to the next person. Everyone knows, I think, by now how this works. Are you ready? Today's word is tilapia. Tilapia. A type of fish, tilapia. You can't say fish. You cannot say fresh water. And you can't say white. Make sense? Okay. Any of those? And you're out. Phone lines officially open. I have texted Carl. $100 $100 worth of vouchers for the Lano Max draw. I heard the door shut. I hear the brown put the headphones on. The door is shut. Headphones are on. The brown is here. I'm ready. Okay. 10 seconds going on the clock. Let's pick up our first one. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Hello, it's Hits. Hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? I can. There we go. Who's this? It's Abby. 10 seconds. Go. Um, if you're not going to order salmon, you may order this. Cod. Halibut? No, not cod. Time is up. On to the next one. Hello, Tits. Who's this? Present. Go. Ten seconds. Bottom feeder protein. Uh, you eat it. Catfish. Uh, no, other one. Ten seconds. On to the next one. Hello, it's Tits. Who's this? This is Jared. Jared, ten seconds. Go. They are hardy. They're shaped like crappie, or they're identified by interrupted bilateral line characteristic. 
Uh, Ten seconds up. You wasted a lot of time uh, explaining that. <laughs> Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Todger. Todger, go. <laughs> Ten seconds. Go. Swims around. Um, tastes delicious. Um, ha- haddock. Bass. Ten seconds Flout. is up. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? Yeah, it's Greg. Greg, go. Dirty. Don't eat them. Bottom feeders. From Asia. Bot- bottom feeders that we eat. Come on! Don't eat it. That's 10 seconds. Hello, it's Hits. Who's this? It's Wolf. Wolf, 10 seconds, man. Go. It's cheap uh, seafood filet. Is it a white fish? Is it tilapia? Oh, oh, there it is! Yes! Woo! Wolf, I was about to hang up on you, too. You had like one second there just hanging, and I uh, was about to cut you off. But Great. Carl Brown. Tilapia is fairly tasteless, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fair. When he said uh, like a cheap filet, I was thinking, I, I didn't realize they're like bottom feeders or whatever. Yeah. I just know it's just cheap white fish. Well, and I've tried to make it a couple times. I've yet to do it successfully. So they couldn't say fish, obviously. Yeah. And couldn't say white either. Ah. So when you said it's a white fish, I think Wolf was even a little nervous to be he like, yes. Did, yeah. Uh, and you couldn't say freshwater was the other one. So. Oh, okay. That's why you use seafood. Yeah, yeah. But hey, they, you know what? The clues were good. Uh, it's just Carl's not much of a fish guy, so I don't think that's where your mind was going, right? Not immediately. And yeah. I was just trying to think bottom feet. I don't know where the tilapia uh, gets its protein, so I was not aware that it was a bottom feed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wolf, congrats, buddy. We got $100 Thank worth of vouchers. You. Thank you. The Wolf of Young Street. Stay in the line with us, pal. Okay. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. Nine seven seven. 977 gets a text. Call us to 905-688-9797. We got so many good questions here. You think we were running a contest for it yeah, today. Go, go, fire. Lots of good go. stuff. Uh, start with Caitlin. Curious to know what your guys' favorite junk food was when you were younger, your younger days. This is very weird. Yeah. I was a gummy candy kid. Okay. Over chocolate. Still am. I like candy over mm-hmm. chocolate. But you know what my favorite was? Those green frogs. Oh yeah, I, the, I like the little bit of marshmallow on the bottom yeah, and the, the green jelly kind of green. T- yeah, know exactly what you're talking about. God, I don't know what it was about those. Loved them. Couldn't get Loved enough them, of them. Couldn't get enough. Um, I really liked there was uh, it's like gummy berries that used to get in a big thing from Costco. I really liked those, but I would say Skittles were my go-to, and uh, and Doritos. And honestly, my tastes haven't changed that much. <laughs> Uh, this one's coming in for me. So, Carl, you were mentioning watching F1 a while ago. Are you still following it? If so, what are your thoughts on the Hamilton Max Verstappen incident from last weekend? Oh, did something happen? Yeah, lap one, um, Max Verstappen, who's leading the points race in Formula One, had a had a little bit of a lead, but himself and Lewis Hamilton, who's won I don't know, seven years in a row or something, they were kind of battling for space, and Lewis on the inside Max on the outside as Max was going past his left tire or his right rear, sorry, clipped the front left and he went off into the wall. Terrible accident. Lucky to get out of it without any injuries. Hamilton goes on to win the race and catch up significantly in the points. I haven't been watching F1 long enough to know if it was really dirty from Hamilton. Yeah. They assessed him a 10 second race penalty, but the prevailing sentiment for most people I follow is that it was a, 
a racing incident. But to the to the naked eye, did it look like he maybe should have given him a little bit more room? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many beers is it going to take Carl to finish this project in his backyard? Ooh, great question. See, I'm not a, I'm not a beer while I work guy. I'm maybe a, I'm you a, would enjoy it more if you were. I'm a I'm a work and reward. Like I'm a drink after. Maybe you after would I've enjoy come it. in, showered down. Maybe. I try something different. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm getting at, right? Maybe you would enjoy having one while it's happening. <laughs> Maybe. It might help. Well, I'll try. Um, would you rather vomit every time you sneeze or poop every time you fart? I sneeze uh-huh. less than I fart. Yeah, certainly. So I'd I might, go that one. I might, like, so I'll go so I'll go a couple days sometimes without having a good sneeze. Yeah. I don't sneeze very often. It would suck. I vomit enough as it is, just if I vomit more. Eh. Yeah, I'm not scared of puking. Yeah, I'm scared uh, of the other one. Would you... Take Carey Price for your expansion team if you had the chance. Seattle passed on him yesterday. That was a weird expansion draft, wasn't it? I'm like I'm waiting. I said to you this morning, and I said to a couple of texters who asked, the Seattle Kraken uh, did the expansion draft, selected their first players from teams around the league yesterday, that I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. It feels like... You must the, have some, some deals, right? There's got to be something. There's a trade and roster freeze in place until 1 o'clock today. So I'm kind of waiting until today wraps up and we get into Friday with the first round of the draft to see where the Kraken sit Friday morning before I make a firm stance on it. Yeah. I wouldn't have taken Price just because of the age, the contract, yeah, the I wouldn't concerns, have and I think there was enough goalies on the market that you could get by. But it would have been a fit, man. Uh, a BC guy, his wife's from Washington State. He played his junior hockey in Washington State. Would have been interesting. I think you have to get Tarasenko in some way, shape, or form. Two more before we move along. Um, somebody said, uh, boys, taking a lady on a date in St. Catharines. Yeah. Uh, uh, recommendations for where we should go for food. Yeah, I would go, and if you're, it's not St. Catharines, uh, closer to Niagara Falls. I visited uh, Counterpart Brewing. On the weekend, uh, I was just in to buy some cans, yeah. but I've been looking over their menu, and it is uh, very intriguing. So I will put, I'll put uh, their patios nice outside, good dining space inside as well. I'm gonna throw Counterpart Brewing in there. If it's St. Catharines specific, Oddbird would be a good spot for a date, yeah. I think. And if you're looking for just drinks, Trust. That's an awesome spot. Yeah, Trust's been great. What's the last one you wanted to throw out there? Uh, do you want to do the money one or the breathing one? The breathing one. Okay. Would you rather? Be able to breathe underwater or be able to fly? I think the answer, without a doubt, is fly. I'm taking the other way. Breathe underwater. Okay, so why? Because much like George Costanza, I've always wanted to be a marine biologist. (laughs) And my ability to breathe comfortably and explore the oceans of the world would be incredible. Yeah. Can Could you still being... swim down? Like the yeah, pressure, well, though. Let's let's assume you're able to look. If I'm breathing underwater, I'm assuming that I'm going full Aquaman yeah. minus the be able to. So, um, yeah, I would take breathe underwater. I'm much more excited to go. Like, just because you can fly, like, how fast can you? Would birds attack you? Would sharks attack me? Yeah, sharks would attack you. I don't think birds Maybe. are attacking me. I would like. I would take breathe underwater. Maybe an eagle would. I think I'm too big for an eagle. I don't think they're because coming I, for me. I can't fly. I just have to pay. Can't breathe underwater. Yeah, I just think I could utilize the I could utilize the flying more than I could the breathing underwater. Hmm. That's kind of where I sit. Hmm. I think I can utilize it more. I think I would find ways to utilize the yeah? the breathing. Yeah. Could find be a treasure the, hunter. Finally get some peace and quiet and just sit in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm just be down here reading. <laughs> <laughs> Got that underwater book. 
The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, pal, what did we learn on the show today? Uh, early on, with our dink of the day, we learned about the worst dentist in Nevada. The worst dentist, yeah. Office, practice, everything in between. <laughs> the, this office allowed a former employee to break in once, steal $22,000, break in again, hide in dentist clothing, and pull 13 teeth out of an anesthetized, unwilling participant. She literally broke in and pulled I mean, 13 teeth out of somebody random. And no. not at one point did somebody stop and go, Was that, she, was that Janet? Is, I thought she quit last month. And, and then she's she, back, I guess. She yeah. wasn't even arrested at that moment. Still walked out. <laughs> like, <laughs> and act then. Like you, act like you've been there. Now imagine you're the person who has 13 teeth. Like, mm-hmm. at least you could sue the pants off the place, but. I guess so. You're doing it with 13 less teeth. I'm going to just shut that whole practice down. Yeah, honestly, I don't think it should be going anymore. Uh, we learned from you some of the places where parents uh, will sneak drinks. Uh, kids' soccer games, Christmas concerts, trick-or-treating, Carl? doctor's doctor's appointments. And <laughs> yeah, That's not true. Carl, uh, <laughs> Carl was very surprised at the lengths that parents will go to sneak in yeah. a little drink during a kid, yeah, concert game, anything like that. I thought you just put a mouth guard in and grind your teeth 24 hours a day oh, until no. you get to go to sleep again. We enjoy uh, we a enjoy drink. a drink while they're running around tripping each other at soccer. There you go. Uh, we learned about a list of most embarrassing purchases and some of the things that hang around the top of that list. That's in the podcast for you. iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast. We learned that you have a pending ball appointment later Finally. this morning. In uh, Niagara Falls, thanks to Kristen and her team at a a newer location there that was able to bump up what appointment you had originally booked for September, which, uh, as of last check, is still a little ways away. This has been going on since May 2020, so I am incredibly grateful for Kristen. Maybe the first step towards some resolution and getting you back in a pair of underwear today. Poke, Uh, prod me, scan me, do it all. I don't care. Any hole you want to look in, please. Uh, and last off, we learned that I am uh, I'm digging a hole, and I've got mm-hmm. more digging to do uh, mm-hmm. this uh, this afternoon once we get through the Zoom calls and the podcast up and all that good stuff. Back to a shovel in my hand. Have a beer while you're doing it. It might help. Never. 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 <laughs> I will never allow myself to enjoy this process. <laughs> Ashley's up next. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow, party people. There's a voice. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.